Hayatana Burner. And Des Bishop. Thanks for calling the Burner phone. If you leave a message after the tone, we may have to make it into a podcast. Welcome back to Burner Phone. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, <laughs> you might as well get into it. They don't know why you're goodness graciousing. So we've been planning this like crazy trip on the West Coast for a while. I went to LA. I did 400 podcasts. Definitely listened to them. Not to make about me, but <laughs> did Whitney Cummings, Brooke and Connor, um, Two Hot Takes. Anyway, then we met in Reno and did a really fun Reno show at a casino it was lit then we went to like tahoe for the first time for two days and we appreciated the lake i went ice skating strangely warm weather very warm beautiful trip and then shout out edgewood tahoe hell yeah beautiful then we went to aspen i've never been to aspen i'm so excited to go to aspen um but i've retired from skiing show last night we had two shows last night that were spectacular. I'm obsessed with Aspen. I love it. And we finally have two days of vacation before my Denver shows. Um, I slept in till 11, as I do. And Des, when did you get to the mountain this morning? Oh, I was at the mountain early and I hiked up to the top of the Highland Bowl, which is over 12,000 feet above <laughs> sea level. As one does. It went great, but I was very tired. And I mean, like... We'll have to just say it. Well, he texted me at around 12. 11.30. Like I was 11:30. like, hey, let's meet for lunch at 1 o'clock. Let's get lunch at 1. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to get out of bed. He's gonna <laughs> I need to get my shit together. And then I didn't hear from him for like an hour. And then he tried calling me, but it wasn't working. And then he just texted me and said, I'm going to the hospital. Yeah, so I had a really bad fall. I fell 1,400 feet from the top of the Highland Bowl. Just couldn't stop myself. One of my skis didn't pop off, twisted my knee. So it turns out I broke my fibula and I've probably torn my ACL. So we're lying in bed recording this podcast <laughs> and I'm wearing like a leg brace and I mean... And a hospital gown. <laughs> I'm in a hospital gown. My wee-wee's hanging out. I don't even have... They had given me those horrible hospital underwears. But uh, now it's just me and Hannah. But this is... We're so dedicated to the little dialers. <laughs> That uh, we're we're still recording the pod. The thing is, we had a different day in mind. We were like gonna get dinner. I mean, and lunch, and then you know go shopping maybe, and then head back do some recording. But the day went awry. Ugh. But you know, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm very depressed. We're keeping our spirits up. We're keeping our spirits up. This is literally this is my nightmare. I think this podcast is the only thing keeping us up right now. Oh yeah, I mean, because well, I was about to have a depression now. I, I, I and, and I would have been I would have been fine with you having your depression nap. Uh but you know, it's great that we're getting this done, you know? Yeah. I mean, listen, five hours ago I was in a neck brace. They were concerned <laughs> that I had like fractured my spine. I hadn't. I hadn't. But anyway, let's that th- th- that's been established. But the funniest part about it is that the last time I went skiing we were in Whistler and we ended up in the hospital because I crushed my hand. Yes. And the tur- turntables have turned, as Michael Scott would say. But I also was on stage tonight, on stage last night doing my shtick where I'm basically just... This girl came to my show last night and broke both her arms. Oh, really? Yeah. She was in the front. And I was uh. like, 
I was like, you broke both your arms and you still came to the show. Like, that's amazing. But then I'm like, this other girl had a wrist brace on. And I was like, is that from skiing? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, what are we doing here? What? Why are we sacrificing our bodies for what? Like, is it really worth it just because we all got boyfriends that are skiers and we're trying to impress them? Like, is the dick that good? I mean, I just want to point out that I've been skiing since my early 20s and this is my first real injury. So it happens. I also want to point out that you know, this hike was way too tough. I shouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. I got to the top and I was getting ready to go. And then this blonde girl was like, oh my God, are you Hannah Burner's boyfriend? <laughs> at the top of the mountain. She was at the top of the mountain? Yeah. Good for her. Oh my God. Uh, anyway, she go, actually girl. was the one that gave me the, the line to take. And the fall was nothing. But anyway, the whole mountain was freaking out because I, I was <laughs> you like... You fell five football fields. Five football fields. I kept getting pace, <laughs> like just tumbled. Ugh, just disastrous fall. Like I just couldn't... Like I was so... It just would not stop. You know? I was just like, oh my God, like is this ever going to stop? Like, I know we left, but you know when someone's like slipping on ice and they just keep slipping? Oh, I mean, I, I just kept... Co- anyway, it's like that times she, a thousand. She, she was one of the people that got my skis. They actually gathered up all my stuff. Like I don't even know how that happened. Thank God I was wearing a helmet. And she's a nurse at the hospital. She was on her day off, emergency room nurse. Her name is Kinsey. And Shout uh, out Kinsey. she actually checked, she checked like my neck and like did like a overall body check. Uh, and then and then the rescue guys came. When the rescue guys came, they said four different people called us. Because I didn't call them. I didn't call them. Four different people called us. And uh, I got stretched off the mountain. But like that's a traumatizing fall. Like how many times so it was such a long fall that you were like conscious during it. Well, like you're like half halfway down and like I wasn't stopping. I was just very conscious of just breathing because I'd like I kept getting the wind knocked out of me and I was oh just like, God. breathe, bro. Oh, it was a nightmare. Do they man. teach you like what you're supposed to do no. when that happens? No, but like, I just every now and then I would flip. You know, that was the only annoying thing. Like sliding oh. on my back, I was fine. But then every now and then I would <laughs> so like, you were fully like snowballed down the mountain. Oh, I, I, I mean, I was I avalanche myself. I mean, it was so bad. It's and then like even at the end, like when I was slowing down, like it was like it still wouldn't stop. You know. <laughs> And I could see like a little bit of soft snow. I was like, this is going to fucking Were you, stop. Did you almost hit anyone when you were falling? No, it's, it was not busy. And this is not like a, this is extreme expert. And I, I can, what I fell on was not that bad. I just, I literally just kind of like lost my balance, like, 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 like a slide, like a nothing mm-hmm. fall, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I just couldn't stop myself. And my fucking ski wouldn't pop off. I guess my bindings were too tight. Anyway, th- we, we there's nothing, but the, the first guy that got to me, of course, you know what I said to him? What do you think the first thing I said to the guy when he came up? My wife told me this was going to happen. <laughs> I said, I'm so embarrassed. That's what I said. That was my overwhelming feeling I know at your, the time. Your ego took over. Because I, I was, it was an ego Well, because you also knew that it was about to be like a whole long haul of the embarrassment. Well, the fall is the least embarrassing part. It's the getting you into a toboggan. Yeah, but honestly, at that time, I, I really didn't think. I, I like I hadn't like thought that maybe like I wouldn't be able to get on my skis. Or, like it, it wasn't clear. I had so much adrenaline that like oh. I had no pain. I stood up. Like, See, like when I got hit by a car, I immediately couldn't feel my legs, and I was like, "We're done." Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I was just because because she had just recognized me up top, and we had this like. 
there was like a group moment where like everybody was involved in this conversation and there was this guy with a red beard that looked like Justin Turner and he googled who Justin Turner was uh, baseball player so you were entertaining people and uh, so they were Pretty all aware sure. and then I saw them all later you were like they all came down this is the TikTok moment where you go hey how y'all oh, doing God. <laughs> also I then get a call and he's like meet me at the hospital and I'm like I literally haven't even seen the town of Aspen yet, barely. And I was like, okay. So I get in a shuttle, and I'm, like, joking with the guy. And I'm like, my husband, he loves attention. He pulled some stunt at the <laughs> on the ski. <laughs> and then the hardest part is that you documented all of this up until the point. You yeah. literally were like, guys, I'll tell you how it goes. And then there was a blackout. <laughs> and then there was a blackout. <laughs> and I'm like, I think we have to tell people my mom, my mom was worried sick. And this is, you know, a perfect segue to this podcast because we picked what's something you people love, people love that you, that hate. you hate. Mine is skiing. I hate <laughs> skiing. You've never felt it more profoundly than right now. I hate it so much. I don't understand it. I don't understand the high of it. I don't understand the risk of it. I don't. I don't think it's worth it. I'm not a fan. And Des, last night, you almost convinced me to get back on. Oh you were my like, God. you were like, Hannah, like. We went too intense in the beginning. Like we could do greens. This is a much better, you know, climate for. Like you were getting him ahead, and I was like, the man has some points. And then today I said, the ski gods. I actually just wrote on Instagram. I said, the ski gods got us again. How many bodies do they have to um, sacrifice before they leave us alone? <laughs> oh man! And like tomorrow we have to go to Denver, but like maybe I'll experience a little bit of Aspen. We had to cancel. This is so, you know. Anyway, we don't need to get Not into the issue, admin. But I just, we had to move our flights. We had to cancel our, our dinner reses. And, but you know what? As long as I'm with you. Yeah, we're together. As long as we're together, baby. By the way, we had a complaint once that uh, we took too long to get into the messages. I, I, I'm, I'm conscious of that now. Oh, but then we had people messaging saying they loved us talking before. I think this was a, this was like a false alarm. No, not a, this is an alarm alarm. This was a, What's it called when there's like a news alert? I think it's <laughs> called a news alert. This is a breaking news. Breaking news. What do they when they call a like a like a someone gets an injury and they call a PR conference? Oh, a what? A PR conference. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what you're trying to say. I'm sorry. Emergency <laughs> PR. Co- whatever. Honestly, we've had a day. We've had a day. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. And I already and like... Can I just say before we play the messages that you did a wonderful job today. You you, you were asked to step up and it, I, I was very comforted by your presence and the Aww. way that you looked after everything. So I appreciate That's it. That's so nice because I couldn't tell if I was making it worse or not because I was trying to like pat you on the shoulder and then... No, no, that part was fine. No, the, <laughs> the only time was when you knocked your body off of my leg. That was the did I, No, I didn't do that. You did actually do that, yeah. Okay, that was a bad one. I also have to say, when you text me coming to the hospital, I thought immediately, okay, well, this is going to be four hours, and I haven't eaten, so I went and got us burritos, which took like 40 minutes. That was fine. So I didn't rush to the hospital. Your timing was great. I kind of knew the timing of a hospital, and I said, I'm going to get there with some burritos, and that's how Italians show love. I mean, I had a CAT scan today. I had a CT scan on my neck. I didn't see that coming today. I do have to say, when I walked in and you were in a neck brace, it was pretty dramatic. It was dramatic. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I got a picture of it because it turned out I didn't need it. All right, let's go. Okay. I'm, I, 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 I'm a hypocrite. I, think I said I let's might, get on with it. I think I, I might feel. like this one. Go for it. Hi, Hannah and Des. Love the podcast. Um, this is Brianna from Rhode Island. 
but uh, something that I personally hate that everybody around me seems to love anyway, uh, camping. Why the fuck are we sleeping outside for fun? Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not a girly girl. You know, consider myself one of the boys on most days, but... Like, if I have a perfectly good house with electricity and, you know, I'm assuming it's summer because it's New England, but air conditioning, you know, I can charge my phone, I can use the toilet, I can take a shower. Why the fuck would I want to sleep outside? Don't get me wrong, like, you guys have your fun, but catch me inside. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? How about that? that? She's pregnant, by the way. Oh, how do you know? Catch me outside. Bad baby's pregnant. Oh, I thought you were talking about Brielle from oh, Long no. Island. I was like, did you impregnate her? How do you know that? Uh, <laughs> Look, I mean, you're preaching to the choir. And it's funny because I consider myself, like, I love sports. I'll play a ton of sports. But when it comes to some outdoorsy activities, maybe because I'm a Brooklyn, New York City rat, I don't understand it. My friend Becca took me camping once and it was like, if you're going to go camping, this is the way to do it. It was in Arkansas. We went to this lake. There were like 20 people and they were like professionals. They had all, they had all their beers and their little koozies were floating around the lake. And then we made a fire. And all I remember is I fell asleep with a rock lodged in my cheek and I, and then I had to poop and it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't good. No, I'm not. I'm with you. I'm not a camping guy. I, I've I've never sleep well. You know, if it's an absolute only option for something really interesting, I'll do it. But if there's any other option, I will take it. You know what I have to say? I would love everyone to like tell me what their real favorite hobbies are. If you couldn't drink, because I feel like a lot of things people love because they're hammered. Like if I loved getting hammered, I think camping could be fun. Yeah. If I loved. Getting hammered, clubs would be fun. If I love getting hammered, skiing could arguably be fun. <laughs> like I could possibly, but like when you're sober, doing all these activities, it's just not it. Yeah, like even a music festival in Ireland, the one time that I, I was, like I didn't have a hotel, but I was doing the show, I slept in my car. I was like not sleeping in a tent. <laughs> I just, no, no interest in sleeping in tents. Yeah, the bug stuff. The only thing that I'd be down for is like if we went to see like a wildlife reserve yeah and there were like animals i might but then that like you have to get all these shots it's so much admin to like yeah, go see I'm, wildlife I'm not, I'm, I'm not into the camp maybe just get a house i cat. mean I, I i maybe like some you know trek that's like a, you know a, a bucket list trek i'll do it and a the only trek. way the only way to do it is to like camp overnight maybe but like nah but i think it's and it's my weird competitive side where i understand people are like oh i hiked this mountain but i'd still it's not that impressive to me i'm like okay well a lot of people did it it's not like i want to do something creative or like something like i i won at something that's someone, I don't know. I don't like. I can't mentally get my head around it. And also, I do understand though if you were raised by it. Like, if growing up you always went camping, it reminds you of friends, family. Like, I understand that, yeah. but we don't have any like back channel no. to connect us in a positive no, I was, way. I was never into it. even the Boy Scouts days. I just wasn't into it. I'll do a cabin in the woods, but I don't need to be camping. Wait, I'm really excited about this one because right. it's very relevant. Hey, Hannah. Hey, Des. Um, the one thing that. I hate, I don't know if anyone else likes this or if we're all just too scared to say that we don't like this, but I'm going to go with the massage chairs at the nail salon. I feel assaulted by those massage chairs. 
and the ladies doing my nails always turns it on. And then I get so relieved when it turns off and she'll go, oh, did it turn off? Let me click the button again. And I'm too scared because I'm a millennial and I don't like speaking to adults to tell her I don't want the massage chair on. And I go home and I need a chiropractor appointment immediately. 35 of my muscles are in the wrong place. And I feel like I just got hit by a Mack truck. So yes, the uh, massage chair at nail salons need to go. First of all, that is so real that, what, is it true that like millennials specifically don't like talking to adults? Because I can't talk to adults. I, yeah, but you're in denial. You're an adult. No, but I can't talk to them. I'm oh, not right. saying I'm not an adult. I'm just saying I can't talk. Like, I don't want to call to get an appointment, like a reservation. It's so awkward. I don't know what it is, but I feel like Gen Z's are like, they can handle it. Yeah, I, I, can. I, I don't really know. But, I, you know, but I understand why she's too, I, you know, she's too polite to like say something. She doesn't want to wreck the, she doesn't want to insult them. Yeah. Do you want to tell them about our massage chair search in Reno? Well, you know, when I got into <laughs> Reno that day, I noticed there was a load of massage chairs. So when we were leaving the next day or whatever, three days later, I was like, hey, there's massage chairs. We had a little time before our flight. Um, and uh, I had already seen this message. So I was like doubly aware of massage chairs when when we actually went into the massage chair. Uh, but I, I have to say, I like the massage chairs. I think they give a decent massage. I do have to say, for $5 for 20 minutes, it blew my mind yeah we could have paid 250 dollars <laughs> each yeah to get a massage yeah, in, lake tahoe. in lake tahoe instead five bucks but i do have to say sometimes these chairs if you're not sitting the right way it'll just start hitting the yes. bone and you're like okay ow and then i don't like when it's like like i want like kneading i don't like the like pound because then your whole body's vibrating she's yes. messing up your feet um but i would have never done the massage chair if you weren't there because again it looks like a video game at at like one of those yeah like the old school <laughs> video game where you sit in and like drive the car yeah kind and of you have thing. to like put stuff in and i got intimidated but then i realized you literally just swipe your card 20 minutes goes on it's super easy honestly highly recommend because when i'm traveling like my feet get bloated i'm sore in weird places i fall asleep always with like the weirdest neck position and like i always have to cross my legs on a flight and sleep which is definitely not ideal yeah i mean th th that massage chair was good can we just quickly mention that I have this with the barbershop and with the nail salon when I'm getting a pedicure. Like, if there's anything that I don't like, I don't speak up. Yeah. I don't. Like, like you've, you've gotten a couple of, like, disastrous Yeah, uh, I went manicures. to Dublin, got the bad manicure, went across the street to a different nail salon. Rather than deal with the confrontation <laughs> of, like, what did you do to my nails? And they took it off, so I had to spend double, and it took, like, four hours. But this last one, everyone's mad about my ombre nails. When that lady looked me in the eye and said, you should do French... And I said, but I want to do ombre. And I took a risk and it didn't work. But um, I can, I laugh at it now. But I would never tell her to do it again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I but said, I'm, I'm that way too. Or like sometimes when you're doing the pedicure and they're like shaving your feet and they like over shave and like you're in pain, but you don't say anything. No, Paige and I always joke like once a woman literally ripped like a whole section of skin off my pinky. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Like I've never she looked at me like it was my fault. She was like, how did that happen? And I'm like, I don't know. You're holding pliers. Maybe you yanked it off me. Never once at the barbershop did I ever say when they shit, when they like do the back of my hair, I've never been like, oh yeah, that's not great. You know, I've once been 
a couple of times actually I've been like, can you actually make the face framing layers a little higher by the jawline? And then a lot of times like you're you're wrong. Like you because it's creative. So you're like, oh, maybe try this because I don't like how it looks. And then it looks worse. All oh, right. Yeah. Or I'll do that at the nail salon, too. I'll be like, let's fuck it. Let's do something crazy. And then they're like, are you sure? And then yeah, it's yeah. everyone's to blame. You have to Sometimes defer. you just have to look in the mirror and say, am I just ugly? No, Hannah. No, let's take another one. Okay, let's do something dirty. Hi, Hannah and Des. The one thing that I hate that most people love is getting eaten out. I just find it very uncomfortable. It's hot, sweaty. There's zero temperature control down there. And I just generally don't enjoy it. Um, Wish I was one of the girlies who did. But yeah, probably unpopular opinion since... I just feel like there's no one I know that agrees with me. So would love for you to talk about it on the pod because I think us girlies who don't enjoy it would like to be represented um, if there's anyone out there. (laughs) Thanks. Love you. Bye. This is why it's so hard being a woman because women are so different where some women like the only way they can orgasm is getting eaten out. Some of them, the only way they could do it is when they're like riding the guy. Some ways the only way they can do it is when they're alone. Like, but then when people talk about it, you really feel crazy. Like some girls straight up are like, well, all I have to do is eat me out. Just eat me out. Yeah. (laughs) Eat me out. I mean, I've definitely met some women that don't like being eaten out. I don't think she, you're not on your own. No, you are not on your own. I mean, it's not my number one. That's for sure. I do think there's mental stuff with it too. There's so many variables. Like a guy could kind of do it wrong. And it's so intimate that you're like, let's not do that again. Like, especially early in hooking up, you're kind of like, that's like really intimate. Yeah. And you know, you always like have paranoia about odors down there and stuff like that. Toilet paper. Yeah. Farting. (laughs) The toilet paper. (laughs) Also, sometimes like when it's taking too long, as a woman, like as a people pleaser, you're like, I don't, you're working really hard and like I'm in my own head that you're like trying so hard and in my own head that like it doesn't feel like any time in the near future I'm going to be close to coming. So then you get even more in your head. Yeah, then you're like, oh, like are you okay down there? You know, yeah. You, 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 and then you get, yeah, and you're then just you, not you, in the moment. Then you tell them something, you're like, oh, can you go to the right a little bit? And it still doesn't work. And you're like, well, I used my one, you know, call a friend. <laughs> I can't give him another one because then it's like he's fucking up. So then you're kind of like. Who uh, wants to be an orgasmic heir? <laughs> but 50-50? Because, yeah, once you give, everyone's like, just tell him what you want. If you tell them like seven different times something, at that point, it's like it gets a little awkward. Yeah, if you're not comfortable with them, yeah. But then sometimes they could be doing it fine, but your head's not in the game and like yeah. that's not you. And then it's hard, right? So what's what's the female's tact on like, it's not the worst thing, I'm kind of enjoying it, but like it's not going to get to like our destination. So like let's let's move on. What do you, What's your... What's you the say thing? put it in me. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the line. Yeah. <laughs> or you go like my turn and you like yeah. whatever. Um, you don't go like enough of that. No, you don't go <laughs> stop. Cause then it's, you go, you go, Ooh, you know what, what would even be better? That kind of thing. But also some guys are like obsessed with it. Like they love it and they're like, I'm going to do it. And then like, you're like, is he, will he, is he liking it? Even though I'm not liking it. And you kind of have this weird, like, 
people pleasing moment where you just don't know what's going on. Yes. I but mean, again, communication is key. But, you know, I, I think I think it's fine that she's not into it. You know? But I also feel like let's not to be too graphic. Sorry, mom. But sometimes like the tongue isn't enough pressure. Right. And I feel like some people, everyone has different size and sensitivities of their clits. Yes. And like sometimes I feel like you're like, okay, I get it. But is that what you need? And I also yeah. think the girls who like it are so outspoken about it. And I think because it's cool. Like it's cool to be like, yeah, he went down on me like for 12 hours. Where like that could be someone's nightmare being like, okay, I don't want to awkwardly have a guy like. I love how she said it's hot down there. Because yeah, he's breathing into it. Also like. He's kind of drooling and then it could drool like down your butt and then it's like in your butt crack. <laughs> and I don't like Hannah that. Ne- Hannah needs the tongue pressure of a massage chair. <laughs> <laughs> I need the, <laughs> the abrasiveness of a, a cr- um, intense massage chair. All right. Well, that's that was well established. <laughs> oh, God. Also, those massage chairs are so old. Like yeah, There's like been a lot of people 80s. sitting on them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they haven't. They certainly haven't updated. Wait, I love all these opinions. They're so good. Okay, I'm clicking this one because it's something I love. Hi, Hannah and Des. I just left a message, but I'm calling again because, like I said, I'm a huge hater. So this prompt was great for me. Um, as we're coming off of Dry January, everybody is talking about getting together for mocktails. I think that mocktails are fucking stupid. I love it in theory, but like, it's just juice. Just drink water, lemonade, soda, like whatever you want to get, that's fine. Not drinking great, but there's so much hype over mocktails. It just really pisses me off. Like I get that it's fun to have something cute to hold in your hand. But like I said, just like get a can of soda, pour your lemonade in a glass, whatever you want to do. Mocktails, I just don't think need to be a thing. And the amount of people I've had this month telling me like, oh, let's go get mocktails. We're both doing dry January. I don't want to do that. I don't want to spend like $20 on a glass of juice I could have poured at my house. Let's just hang out. We don't need a replacement. We need to wow. give this girl her whole ep- a whole episode. A whole episode. She's, I mean, that's a full pod. <laughs> that's a full pod. I do have to say, mocktails are the biggest ripoff of the century because they will like muddle a little basil with just like pineapple juice and be like $24 in New York yeah. City. I mean, they're always too sweet. Yes, they're, they're never nicer sweet. than like any of the drinks that are available for non-drinkers. Like, give me a Diet Coke. No, I, of course, I've done the mocktail. They look cool in the glass. Mm-hmm. You're trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. But more nine times out of ten, it's not a better drink than a drink that already exists. I do have to say, it's not even the fitting in for me. You almost feel like I'd rather fit in with just like a soda drink because a mocktail you're also getting ripped off. But I do have to say, I'm a hypocrite because this bitch loves a mocktail. I love a fun, juicy little drink. I hate that the only juices available, it's like iced tea or lemonade. Like, and I don't want like peach nectar. I want apple juice. I want cranberry and orange juice mixed together. I love different flavors. I love a mocktail, but they are too sweet. So what I do, which is so um, trashy of me, I get my glass of water, I get my mocktail, I sip, it's too sweet, and then I replace it with water. And then I continue sipping, and then I replace it with water. So I'm constantly pouring water into my other drink, and people can probably see me do it. But this mocktail will last for the full $24. It will last for three hours, because I'm drinking, I have a whole process. I love a mocktail, but I do always feel scammed. 
I, I will say I like a virgin pina colada because it's basically Ooh, yeah. a smoothie. Yeah, I fuck with right? a virgin pina colada. So when we go to way to like the Caribbean and stuff, yeah, I, I'll, I'll hit up on a virgin pina, pina colada every time. Some I like a like nojito crap, just because it's like a good name. Yes, it's a cool name. So give me a nojito. A nojito, that's cool. I do think saying the word mocktail is kind of chuggy. It's a little millennial. Um, right. You can just be like, let's go to the bar and we don't have to drink. And if you happen to order a mocktail, that's fine. But don't be like, yay, mocktails. It, it's, I mean, that was hater of me. That was really, as a mocktail drinker, I don't call it a mocktail. I'll be like, they always give it the weirdest names. Like, can I have, you know, the sex on in the salon, please? <laughs> they were like, can I have the elephant flu purple hat? Thank you. That's what they <laughs> named them. The craziest shit. <laughs> can do. I have the sunrise chlamydia? Thank you. There is, a, you know, when you don't drink, people always have these pressure to like get you a drink, like not a non, not not an alcoholic drink, but like a drink. Yeah. And it's like, I've had two glasses of water. Like yeah. I'm good. I don't, you know, don't don't feel uncomfortable because I don't have a glass in my hand. They do put like soda water in it now, which I don't love. And then it's like, how much soda water is in this? And then they pick the it, honestly the fancier the mocktail, the worse. Like they'll be like lavender and bee pollen and hibiscus, and it then it starts tasting it like the weird. floor of a spa. Yes. And I don't I don't love that. <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> it's like drinking a facial, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and it's tart; it's not good, and you can't ask for sugar. That's fucking weird. So sometimes it's just better to go safe. I personally, my favorite drink is like cranberry juice with orange juice and water together. But you can't order that. You can. You, you can, but that's can. annoying. That's annoying. That's like me trying to tell this person at the salon to change the color. Okay, wait. I hate this, and I'm gonna press on it. I absolutely despise Labradoodles, or really any type of doodle for that matter. Um, yeah, and I know that's controversial, but that's my hard take. I don't even care. I absolutely despise them. This is not a Labradoodle household. This is We're not Labradoodle people, man. I joke that, you know, guys in the South are named like Labradoodles. You know, they name them Tucker and, you know... Yeah, they're the, they're the frat boys of dogs. Oh my God. Yeah, they're the... The boys that tell their moms to shut up um, and they're spoiled and they have their dad's credit card. Yeah. And like people think because they're hypo, they're not hypoallergenic, number one, but like because they have this hypoallergenic reputation and they don't really shed that much, then people automatically think that they're like better behaved. They're, but I, I've seen yeah. some pretty badly behaved doodles. Yeah. And they're like the ones that have the, they have cute names and they have cute parents and aesthetically they're cute. But let's be honest. They're not that good looking. And they're from puppy farms. Like, they, you know, they've become the most popular dogs now. It's and trendy. They're, they're from puppy farms in Pennsylvania. You know, I do like a, I, I do like some little Labradoodle mix. Says I'm not a monster. But, you know, like the big Labradoodles, someone made a joke that it looks like a human just in like a suit, a Labradoodle suit. <laughs> and I can't unsee it because it has like those long arms and legs. And then like a long, I just, I, I can't unsee it. And then I, I like to see dogs' faces. Like I want to see their little nose. I want to see their forehead. So when it, it just kind of, I don't know, it's queefed, it's quaffed. It's, yeah, it, I, I'm not, there's just something, there's, the shelters are full of dogs, number one, right? <laughs> so there's just, there's no need for this, this doodle revolution. I do have to know? say, we just, we've been fostering Abby from South Animal Shelter. Southampton, yeah. Southampton Animal Shelter, shout out. And um, Dez's brother has been taking care of Abby in West Hampton because we've been traveling. And we're at this point where like, we actually, we need to find someone to like, 
permanently adopt Abby. Yes. So if you are looking for a pocket pit mix who is the sweetest, most cut, like honestly the best dog we've ever fostered. Yeah. We're in love with her. We could cry talking about it. Um, but I, but I don't want to lie. She's not great with other dogs. So I highly recommend if you, you, you don't have another dog in the home, go for Abby. Yeah. But if you're walking Abby and you see a doodle, just let her off leash. <laughs> no, actually, so Abby doesn't like other dogs, but she does like big male dogs, and that's where me and her are like. Yeah, exactly. we love a big you guys man. Have that in common. You put us Abby. in our place. Um, but anyway, the labradoodles, I can, I appreciate. It. They're cute labradoodles. And if, you, if just, you're a doodle owner, we're, you know, we're we're kind of this is hyperbole. It's hyperbole. You know, we're, we're overdoing it. I did say on Giggly Squad once that French bulldogs look they got like they got hit in the face with. A frying pan and people got very mad really well french bulldogs are very trendy these days you know? so trendy but i do have to say i like an ugly cute dog like that i do like it not my dog of choice a hairy chihuahua so i shouldn't even be talking yeah that like that is the most hated dog in the world and that's, that's right. the dog that i love but labradoodles i get it it's just sometimes dogs i don't think people realize how like much of a commitment they are like it's like having a child and sometimes someone will be like you know be fun i'm like depressed this month let's get a labradoodle puppy he's so fucking cute and then like three months in they're like holy shit this is really difficult i know a lot of girls yes. in the city who did that so this is just a warning um but again i i we love animals of all kinds i have to go to the bathroom desmond has to go to the bathroom sorry all right does had to do a quick pee break yeah it's a quick 20 minute pee break it's <laughs> a bit, bit of an operation <laughs> okay guys this is very important for saving money do you find that you have subscriptions you forgot about or you paid twice for or you didn't realize it things are just automatically charging your card but you get overwhelmed by the admin of what subscriptions i signed up for we've all done it you know we want to see a certain tv show we do the seven day free trial we forget or we had subscriptions that were important a year ago that we don't use anymore and that's why i started using rocket money Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. It's really, really, really beneficial if you find that you can sometimes lose track of your finances. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service, which is my biggest fear in life. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. We love that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users for a reason and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's true. These subscriptions add up and I'm definitely a victim of it. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash burner phone. B-E-R-N-E-R phone. That's rocketmoney.com slash burner phone. Rocket money.com slash burner phone as you guys may know i don't like water but i do love a juice cleanse water is boring and i'm not gonna eat salads and i'm not gonna eat broccoli and then i was like what if i go to squeeze.com and change my life my new favorite juice company is squeeze.com because i get some bad eating habits and I'm eating late at night and I might order takeout and it's expensive and I'm just bloated nonstop. And that's why I love a squeeze.com juice cleanse, especially in the winter when I feel like my sinuses are all messed up. I love me some turmeric, get some pepper and some lemon cayenne. Ooh, and drinking 
this detox cleanse feels so fresh, so good, and my whole body just feels better. Turns out what you put in your body actually does affect how you feel. Look at me acting like a woman in STEM. It helps with bloat, clears your skin, increases energy, helps with sleep, and breaks bad eating habits. And the best part is they have same-day delivery for free, fast delivery nationwide with code B-E-R-N. So check out squeezed.com for a delicious juice cleanse delivered to you. Okay, I'm excited for this one. Something that really bothers me that doesn't seem to bother anyone else is this need to play a group game or do an activity in any kind of social setting. Like, why is it that when I'm at Jessica's house for a dinner party, somebody has to say, y'all, let's play a game. I don't want to play a game. This is the activity. The activity is that I left my house. I drove over here to drink and eat cheese. I can't sit here and watch y'all all learn how to play a game looking dumb. Nobody can figure it out. Nobody knows what's going on. We're not really playing the game. We're just really sitting here talking. So why can't we just sit here and talk? Like a normal set of adults, why do we have to play a game? I don't want to play a game. I cannot wrap my head around it. And God forbid you're the one who doesn't want to play the game and you become public enemy number one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Great, great message. Southern people... The girl, Southern girls are so funny. Oh, it is true. You, you, cause you instantly get in a bad mood and then everyone looks at you like you're the Grinch. Who's gotten, who's gotten more than halfway <laughs> in a game of Monopoly and up and like, why are we playing this? Like, what are we doing? Well, this is the thing with games that I would argue like 10% of the time. It's like the most fun you've ever had. You're like, this game is amazing and you don't want to stop and you feel like a kid again. But 90% of the times it's boring the rules just are too complicated. You get too competitive and you actually start getting upset. Someone's cheating and then you start having beef with someone. Yeah. You are like, couples start fighting, someone flips a table, or it's just like someone's changing the rules. Like, this is the thing. Games, I have had a lot of fun with. I have, but it's a small chance. If you're going to recommend a game, make sure it's a game that has been tested and proven at multiple parties before you become that person. Yeah, I mean, listen, charades, no more than 20 minutes, fun. Fun for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Then it goes on too long, Mm -hmm. okay? Trivia Pursuit would have been a great game if they made it like 30% of the duration that it is (laughs) because it takes too long. And let's face it, the questions were often too hard. (laughs) Monopoly, insane. Wait, way too long. Risk, that was like, that would take weeks. I understand if it's like you're doing some, it also has to be a certain time of the party. Like the energy has to be kind of getting to a lull. It can't be like everyone's a little nervous in the beginning or everyone's having fun and then you like ruin the energy by doing a game. It has to be like things are calm, there's a lull. Hey, what do we think about this? And also if there's drinking involved, that's great. I have had fun playing BS before, but it has to be like four or five people. It can't be like too many people. Yeah, I've had fun playing Boggle. Boggle, yeah. Boggle, I enjoy. Um, you know what's fun? Jenga. Jenga's great. Because that's easy. It's easy. It's You don't get too upset. Yes. And and like failure is just as fun as success. Failure is funny. When it goes. Um, you know what one of the sad things about the end of childhood is? The realization that tic-tac-toe will always be a draw for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, tic-tac-toe used to be fun, man. 
Like it's a sad day with Connect Four and Tic Tac Toe yeah, are like two 4, games that, that you get too old and then it's just. You know what game is kind of weird looking back at it? Twister. Yeah, I, we didn't play a lot of Twister, but it it is kind of a. It's a little bit problematic. It's a little sexual. Yes, definitely. But it was ropey. I we had a Twister, and I remember having great times at Twister. But I was young. But can I just say about Twister, like the the commercial on TV <laughs> and the picture on the board, nobody gets in those positions. No. It was always very basic. It could be fun when you're like 14 and everyone's horny and you're just yeah. like, let's play Twister. And then it's like, oops, oops. Spin the bottle and then Twister. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know what's the worst game that was ever invented? Pop'em Sockets. Oh, I don't know that game. <laughs> it's basically like these balloon things you put on your hands and you just punch each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there were so many games. Oh, the, a lot of games that led to fights. Yeah. Shoots and Ladders was a dumb game. Like, you know, as you get older, you realize, like, some games have no skill. I, I hate those games. Yeah, there was... I Although, I will say this. What? Recently, Derek Gaines showed up at the Comedy Cellar with Uno. Oh. And actually... It was fun. I enjoyed playing Uno. But I didn't realize how much controversy there is in Uno. A lot of people have their own rules. That's the thing. And then you'll be like, it's my house, it's my rules. And then you start feeling crazy. There was a game... Oh, shoot. There was one game... I like card games. Okay. I like card games. There's a thing. It's not Fanta. It's called like Fantan. I don't know. That was a game we used to play as a family. Quite fun. Yeah, and Scrabble's fun. Scrabble is very fun. My nana. But you got to be in the butt. mood. You got to be in the mood. Yes, and you you have to be in it for the long haul. Um, and Sinead Gibney knows all the like the cue. Oh, my nana is wild. My nana is a villain when it comes to Scrabble. Okay, I have a question. Mm -hmm. When you play Scrabble, mm -hmm. if you challenge. And it turns out the word is real. Do you lose your turn? Is that how you play it? We don't play with any challenges. We kind of really well, like you can't ch keep. Ch you have to like if it's a word that then you miss your turn if it was wrong. Oh yeah, but the, what about the challenger? Oh, I haven't. I haven't done that. Yeah, because Sinead gave me very much. If you challenge and it is a word, mm -hmm. you lose your turn. <gasps> I like that. Put yeah. the fist down, Sinead. I like that. Yeah, a lot of people play that way. I do think it's also like if some people don't want to play, people are like, you have to play. And then they're play they're not enjoying while playing and you're enjoying it. You know what people f love? That game with the phone where you have to. Oh, yeah. That's a fun game. Put it on your forehead. But all no game is, is fun when it goes on too long. Exactly. That's the trick. Exactly. You got to end on a high when yeah. everyone has everyone's a peaked turn. Up, everyone's you know? peaked. Um, and yeah, it depends on the personalities. But and I used to enjoy Pictionary, but I feel like Pictionary went out for some reason. You know what it is? I think it's more... Every now and then, there's a douche who thinks he has the game that everyone's going to love, and then he's trying to explain the game to you, and you're like three, four locos deep, and you don't know what's going on, and you don't care, and the next thing you know, you're thrown into it, and you're playing bad, and then you're like, I was so much happier 10 minutes ago. Great call. <laughs> okay, this is an interesting one. Okay, something that everybody loves, but I think is absolutely disgusting is pie okay the texture of like cooked fruit i love fruit but when it's hot and mushy ugh, it's disgusting and it sucks like on holidays and stuff because pie is the dessert right for thanksgiving apple pie ugh, can't think of anything worse the only kind of acceptable pie is ice cream pie Wow. Oh, I've never had ice cream pie. Well, ice cream cake. Oh, well, that's ice yeah. cream. I think ice cream 
Oh yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I I sorry, I assume that's what she meant. Yeah, I don't like, know. I, I could well, be wrong. You're a pie lover. No, I I love a pie, but I do appreciate a lot of sort of fruits when they're cooked. Like the texture is weird, but not in a pie for me for some reason. For me, I fucking love cooked fruit. A cooked apple, mm. Really? A cooked peach, mm. A cooked pear, mm. When it's hot, mm. Put some cinnamon on it, mm. Wow. But I don't like a pie. You don't like a pie? I don't like a pie because that's like separate. Like I either want it like all cakey or all fruity. I don't need it mixed. You don't like a Briarmere Farms Riverhead pie? I, I love Briarmere. I support small businesses not a fan of pies wow i'm not gonna if if i if it's the only thing i have i'm not gonna be like ew but you'll never see me choosing a pie like a briarmere cherry pie yeah see my thing is oh. i'd rather the cherries with ice cream and whipped cream i don't need that like pastry the pastry i want with chocolate or vanilla right i don't want it with fruit okay i'm fine with that but i do like a cookie with fruit you like a cookie with like, you know those cookies with like a raspberry in the middle? Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that. I'll fuck with that. I, I do. So I'll have to talk to someone about that. Um, do you want to click the skiing one? I guess we have to. I guess we have to. Let's see what they say. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Des. Um, Hannah, I know this one's not going to be lost on you at all, but something I hate that everyone else loves is skiing, snowboarding, anything winter sport esque um i moved to colorado in my 20s and i live in denver and it's like a prerequisite that you're able to do those things if you want to have friends uh, especially come winter time here so i begrudgingly had to get into it as a tall lanky bitch and figure out how i'm gonna get from the top of a mountain to the bottom of a mountain but only after i accumulated thousands of dollars of gear that I didn't even want to get, but I had to get. And then you spend so much money to get a lift ticket. You sit in a parking lot of a freeway to get up to the mountains every weekend to fight against all the crazy people who want to be there. And then you're freezing and miserable. And it's just a thing that rich people invented to torture the rest of us. And I just don't understand why so many people love it. You know what I realized? If we were younger and had a group of like 10 people rent a house and we're going skiing and I go with a bunch of girls who like they're at a similar level to me or guys and we ski for a little bit, I could see myself being like, yeah, skiing's yeah, fun. it's fun. But like we were doing intense, crazy skiing. I skied for six hours a day for a week. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's okay. You know, <laughs> obviously I'm not going to be a real pro skier today, but I... I, I it's annoying. You got to like, you got to get the bug for it at the right time in your yeah. life. Yeah. And then honestly, the better you get, the less annoying all that stuff is. I mean, barring today, like none of it is annoying to me. Mm -hmm. But I 100% appreciate if you get into it later in your life like this woman has and uh, like the the driving and the, it's all very annoying. And if, if you're not like, if you don't have a love for it, it's really not worth doing. I guess it's true. If he wants to, he will. And if he wants to ski, he'll figure it out or she will figure it out. I do remember when I first started, it, it wasn't just a Hannah trying the mountain. It had to be like, we had to get all these things. And I was getting a little nervous because I'm like, this is expensive and these are a lot of accessories. But yeah, rich people are wild. They'll do anything to try to feel something because they're so numb from the generational trauma. Indeed. Are you falling asleep? No. <laughs> I, this is the first podcast I've done lying down. <laughs> okay. Um, this one is very popular, surprisingly. Hey, Hannah and Des. You guys are funny and cool. Anyways, something that everyone loves and I 
fucking hate cilantro. Why does everyone expect everyone to like it? I know everyone says, okay, it tastes like soap. I don't really think it tastes like soap. I think it tastes like herbs that um, are not fully developed yet. And Qdoba and Chipotle just like automatically mix it in their rice. And the second I walk into Chipotle and I have to ask for white rice, no cilantro, I get so nervous that they're going to judge me immediately because they always fucking do. And they lie and say that they don't have plain white rice. Yes, you do have plain white rice. You just are fucking lazy and don't want to give it to me. Anyways, disgusting. I do fucking love two things, plain white rice and bread and butter and that needs to be normalized more yesterday we were out and i ordered a salad because i was trying to be healthy and then i was like still hungry after and i was like can i just have bread with butter and they kind of looked at me crazy but i was like that's what i that's a real H- meal ajax tavern in aspen <laughs> one of the most exclusive ski resorts in the world and there's hannah with her bread and butter <laughs> just shoving it in my face like half a salad not eating because you know, salads i cannot get through but i'll eat a whole fucking chicken parmesan in a second i think you like the idea of ordering a salad but I, <laughs> I don't think you like the idea of eating one i can't get through it it's rabbit food the texture well, why are you ordering it because it tastes good the first like two bites and i right. eat the whole the whole salmon like whatever protein i get i eat yeah and then i'm just like nibbling like a like a horse um, but this is the thing with cilantro. I believe it's a genetic thing where it can taste like soap for people. My best friend Haley Cherie, um said that, and I believed her because I believe all women. Yeah, I, I think it is one of those things, like cucumber. But this person said that they don't. I actually agree with her. I don't. I don't love it. I don't need it. But I love that they do judge you if you're like, "Can I have the rice without cilantro?" Because like you never asked for cilantro rice. But someone decided that it was worth it. But sometimes is it a little mental if it's just like a little cilantro? Like my friend Corey used to just say like no green stuff in anything. And I'm like, you can't even taste it that That's much. That's ridiculous. You can't even taste it that much. I'm not even that familiar with the cilantro flavor. Yeah. It's it's in guacamole a lot. Yeah. But guacamole is such a fun mix of like lime and stuff. I like it in guacamole, but I don't eat it. Um, it is specific, and I would say it's an acquired taste like olives or Dijon mustard. Indeed. And um, it's part of adulting to... To come around to it? To come around to it, maybe. But um, that that girl sounds like the kind of girl who will tell the nail salon person to turn off the massage chair. Yeah. She's got the strength. She goes, actually, if you don't have white rice, can you pick out all the pieces of cilantro, <laughs> please? And I'll watch it. Can you rinse it <laughs> and strain it? <laughs> I love that. This might be a little upsetting for me, but I'm going to click it. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Des. Uh, I guess I'll just get right into it. But I cannot stand lasagna. I do not know if it's just the texture of the ricotta cheese or what, but it is a hard pass for me. My mom tries to get me to try it every single time that she makes it. And I refuse like a little toddler and throw a fit. Um, I guess it's just a good thing that I'm not Italian, but I'm admitting it to you guys. So I don't know how far that's going to get me. All right. Love you guys. Bye. So I respect the honest queen. And I do have to say, even though lasagna is the Giggly Squad food representative, yes, it is overrated. It, wow. That's a big call. Like I don't, I'm not out here like choosing lasagna. That's what it's like a family party food. Yes, but w- I love it as a family party. You make food. a tray. 
I also I don't mind the green one where and I'm not talking about some weird like Instagram video you saw. I'm talking about like they do the bechamel or like the white sauce, like Alfredo with spinach and um zucchini. Like there's good ways. They could do a veggie one. And then there's the one, you know, with like a bolognese. Mm. And then there's mm, you could do a vodka one. There's so many ways you could do it. But it is a it's very filling. And I, but I always feel like one piece of lasagna is not enough, but two is like insane. Yeah. So you, I never speak, know what to do. You speak about this overrated lasagna with such love. <laughs> well, because I love all Italian food, but of the Italian food, lasagna is not, it's, it's very heavy. I know, but it's one of my preferred comfort foods. Oh, I mean, a good lasagna is everything. I'm more of an eggplant parmesan, chicken parmesan girl. The problem with lasagna is there's always too much of it. You always overeat. And it's very hard not to overeat lasagna. It's also very hard to get the the pasta the right like it's always a little too soft because you're yeah. like cooking it in a different way. Do you like way. it crispy on the outside? Like, yes. like crispy, yeah. Do you like the corner or the middle? Oh, I'm a corner guy. You're fucking freaky. I'm a corner guy all day. You're freaky. And I like the end of the the meat too, like the end of like a like a roast beef, I want that end piece, man. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll make you lasagna one day. Yeah, make a lasagna. I think we have time for one more. Hey, Hannah and Des. Des, I need to give a quick shout out to your special. I don't know who produced that thing, but it was fantastic. No, I'm kidding. It was so good. I liked I commented. I was laughing. I was crying. You did such an incredible job. Listeners, if you haven't seen it yet, you have to go check it out. Something everybody loves that I hate. Taylor fucking Swift. Someone please explain to me the chokehold she has on the American public. I was at my parents' house, you know, eating dinner. The news came on. Every single segment talked about, will Taylor Swift make it back in time from her show in Tokyo for the Super Bowl? Who cares? Who cares? When did the Super Bowl, when did football become about Taylor Swift dating Travis Kelsey? Why do I have to see her freaking face every time I open my social media? I'm over it. I'm so over it. Please, public, move on. It is not that interesting. Interesting. Obviously, I don't have a strong opinion on this, but we had a lot of this message. Mm -hmm. A lot. Mm -hmm. Well, this is what happens with extreme fame. I mean, this is a level of fame that I... I don't think humans can fully comprehend. She probably can't even comprehend it. And when you have that much exposure, overexposure becomes a thing. And then, but she's not the one telling outlets to post her. Yes. It's because people keep clicking and then it, it becomes, and then we're on our phones and every single place you follow is talking about it. And next thing you know, you feel like it's her doing it, but she's not doing it. She's, sh I mean, she does like want the press. She'll, she'll decide when she wants to be out there. But, um, but yeah, we're peak. We're at peak Taylor right we're, now, we're, and it's we're understandable. In our Taylor era. It's understandable that some people are gonna get a be in their bonnet about it, you know. And uh, the reason we we don't like the complaining about Taylor Swift because no. she has very passionate fans. Yes, uh, and I'm not complaining about Taylor Swift now, mm -hmm. but I did think it would it was only fair because of the amount of messages that we got in mm -hmm. about it that it it needed to be represented. I do have to say, as a documentarianist, I think I highly recommend to watch Miss Americana. It's her documentary and you just you see a, a cool side of an artist talking about her rise. And I love seeing like who people really are besides just like their name that keeps flashing on the screen. But she actually. The interesting thing about her is she 
had such a public like downfall where like Taylor Swift is over party. Like the internet hated her so much that she disappeared for over a year and was like living in London with her boyfriend. Like no one saw her. And then she had this like comeback with her music reputation and now she has the karma. And so it's kind of just this very fascinating person who we all feel we know a lot about her life. So it becomes more interesting. So these people are kind of living vicariously through her. And I think that if you have so much power in modern day America, that mm-hmm. one side of the political divide <laughs> is actually concerned about the power you might yield in the election, that is, that is an insane amount of power mm-hmm. for an, a pop artist. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And at the end of the day, if a woman's winning, a woman's winning. And that's, that's great. Right. It's great for women in the arts. Um, but I do have to say, it's hard for the media to manage, like, it's, uh, it's like how they were talking about the Kardashians for like nonstop. It's like pick your poison. But it's a perfect storm because not only did she start da- dating Travis Kelsey, but then they do still make it to the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. So it's just like relentless exposure, you know? And I personally was upset because I had the Chiefs in fantasy and they went through a lull of winning. And then after I got fourth place, suddenly started winning again. I'm a huge Patrick Mahomes fan. Um, but you know what? Things come in waves and this is this time of her life is so crazy i wonder how she's emotionally handling it um but i just hope she's okay i hope everyone watching her is okay and i hope i'm gonna be okay i hope des is gonna be okay um and we hit on a lot of different hate we love all you haters you guys are amazing and you know open my eyes to some things and i don't know if i'll ever see cilantro the same again don't forget to tell people to go to saginaw Oh, yeah, I have a show coming up in Saginaw and Gary, Indiana, um, and Atlantic City. And Dez is not going to be going anywhere for a while. But if you want to make him feel better, go watch his special that has been getting beautifully glorious reviews. And multiple clips have gone insanely viral. And I'm very proud of you, babe. And obviously, there's a lot of comments about the executive production. Well, I mean, it's obvious that it was like very well done on the executive production side. But thank you all so much. You know, don't forget to tell people about Burner Phone. Oh, yeah. And leave Des a review on Burner Phone to make him feel better for his leg. Um, Are we guilt tripping people? I know. Just, you know, like more importantly, though, like tell your friends, oh, listen to Burner Phone. You know, we got a nice rhythm going now. And a lot uh, of boyfriends are starting to listen in. Oh, yeah, we like that. Get your boyfriend, like your ex, your um, guys, situationship. If guys, if you're listening, you got to message in. Yeah, boys. Got to message in. You have to take up space, too. Um, but yeah, Des is just going to be scrolling his phone sad for the next who knows how long. So leave him a nice message. Send him a DM. And we love you guys so much. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Bye. Bye.